Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, Wumi. <laughs> I'm pushing through it. Is that what she said? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're all smiles this evening. <laughs> um, what everyone should know is I have been, um, I haven't been drinking as often as I normally do or as I normally did. So now a little bit goes a long way. <laughs> so everyone strap up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what this evening will break. We don't. So may I have some more wine? Did you already pour? I mean, you still have a lot in your cup. Huh. Huh. Okay. So we're going to start this episode talking about money. What fun. <laughs> If we talk about it, is it going to come to us? Do you know I played Chloe and Haley's I Got Money Everywhere on my way home today? Because I was like, I'm trying to manifest this. I remember I used to play it when I just felt very, very rich. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to manifest this. Come to me. Things are going to change. The fact that fucking (laughs) like rent and bills are due again. It just happened yesterday did we just pay all these things yesterday i wasn't even talking in the chat i wasn't even talking about my personal rent i'm talking about this goddamn commercial lease everybody's hitting at the same time and nobody will help me how did you learn to manage your money first of all we should have i think the question is when are you going to learn how to manage your money? I think that's the question. And sometime in the future is the answer. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I did not learn to manage my money until I was responsible for paying people. Then I, I got really serious and stressed out about not fucking around because before that, I was always fucking around. And so... Even with that, like I got more responsible, but it took me with Sherelle. When Sherelle got her shit together. Oh. She got her shit together and she was so transparent about how fucked up her shit was. And I was like, okay, I don't have to keep hiding from this. 
I can I can make some decisions too. So I started talking to shells directly about things. And that is how I learned to manage my money better than I have been. <laughs> I'm not fully there, but I'm doing it. I'm doing a better job because I think every time I spend money now, I'm not there yet. <laughs> but you know what though? No shade. You do have the security of your nine to five still. I do. So that's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. I'm not going to rush you. You see that I am in the ghetto. But when I started realizing that other people's livelihood depended on me not fucking around, I had to get serious and buy less shoes and less trips. Do you remember the first item or experience you bought with your own money? Um... When did I start making my own money? I guess I was like 14. Who was your first job? I worked as a um, aftercare counselor. Nerd. Should I have been a stripper? What the fuck? <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> I was 14, bitch. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was after school. What did you so, buy yourself? Probably like... Oh God! It was um, <laughs> CDs from Columbia House. <laughs> Remember? <clears throat> Excuse me. When you could get like eight CDs for one cent or some shit. Yes. And that started the subscription. I do remember. I think that. it was I that. that. I think it was that. And then after that, it was closed from the gap. <laughs> Fall into the gap. Oh, this bitch is lit, y'all. Keep, keep me lifted, please. We got so much rundown to get through. Um, my first item or experience I bought my own money was when I worked at. Uh, I had my government job summer of tenth grade, and my mother had me spend the two twenty nine. And save the three hundred. My check was five twenty nine something, five twenty nine seventy two, and so I would save the three hundred. <laughs> but um, she's had me save it so at the end of the summer I could take the train to Connecticut to spend a couple weeks with my cousin Sharnita, and um, she taught me how to dress and took me shopping in New York and. Um, what was it? Woodbury Commons, I think, in, in Century 21. And so, you know, she taught me about, about how to dress myself and things. And that was the first experience I spent my money on. And um, do you remember I told you like a long time ago, a couple of years ago, she died? You don't remember that? That cousin? Yeah, Sharnita. She wasn't like my cousin cousin. She was, you know, my parents had a lot of good friends that had kids. Understood. So we were all cousins. But yeah, she passed away. It was like really random. Oh, no. She, she might have been 40. Maybe. Damn. Mm, right. Have you ever dated or cultivated a relationship for money? For money? No, but I'm going to start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start. It's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had this uh, couple. I had a couple guys in the friend zone. When I was like in high school and and early out of high school, when I would need money for like books and shit, 
I would call them or they could come visit like on the porch. But that was it. But it was definitely like when I needed money and stuff. I feel like an asshole because some of these people are still in my life. I know. I, I, so this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of my life trying to be, you know, working to be like a good girl. A waste of my time and effort. Um, Not so much. You're alive. I'm alive and paying bills by myself. <laughs> As we discuss money. <laughs> I'm spending my own money by myself. <laughs> there has to be another way. You know what I'm saying? There has to be another way. So yeah, I had, there were, there were men in my life who definitely offered me money and I knew I wasn't interested. So I said, no. Mm, Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm. A waste. Huh? Um, what leisure activity or product do you spend the most on? (laughs) Um, Food, alcohol, <laughs> clothes with tags in my closet. <laughs> you love to buy clothes and never wear them. You love it. You'd be like, oh, you want to see what I got? <laughs> I wore a dress to your mother's um, birthday slash retirement party. That I have had for over three years. I took the tag off for the first time when I put it on that day. That's fucking crazy. Why? That that is your self care. That's my mind. thing. I will end up giving clothes away with tags on them. Here, here, y'all. I'm not. I'm not gonna wear this. Y'all. Somebody want this? Why? What do you? What is? What about you? Um. I spend the most money on my wine club memberships and self-care. Um, I like to get massages. And now I, my self-care is my waxes. I got a, a new thing wax today. And I do Oh, love let it. me see. How's it feel? Oh, you about to show off, ain't it? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. She but, got her legs waxed today. I get my legs waxed on Friday. <laughs> so they did my arms, too. I'm definitely yeah. going to keep that up. The, oh, yeah. The it's arm. the only way to go. It's the only way to go now. And so, yeah, now I'm I'm just into waxing everything and oh, getting massages and facials. And nails. Oh, my God. Nails. And this shit here. guess what? This shit is it's ex- an investment. Expensive. <laughs> she nailed it. It's a motherfucking investment. Expensive. But guess what? I'm going every motherfucking month. Every month. At least once a month. So, now what? <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> That's true. Our non-negotiable is definitely our nails, for sure. We were out this week, y'all. Side note, side story. <laughs> we went on a road trip. We stopped at a restaurant. And this lady was like, oh, oh my goodness, I like your nails. I was like, oh, no, thank you so much. But also, look at her nails, too. I didn't even look at her. I just assumed she was talking to me. I was so sick. people compliment my fucking nails. And I was like, oh, thank you, thank you. And I was like, oh, she wasn't talking to me. But she'll look at my in my nails in a second and say the same thing. I was right. Ridiculous. <laughs> also, do your best to get on the books 
but she nailed it. Yeah. You're already welcome. Yeah, seriously, because she's so good at just maintaining the health of your nails. <laughs> hey, Wumi, I, I got some fucking smart water in the pantry. <laughs> um, what do you refuse to pay full price for? Ooh. <clears throat> clothes. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to say clothes. What else am I like? No, I'm not paying for that. It's mainly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's clothes. Um, I don't know what I refuse to pay full price for because the only thing that I really balk at paying for gas. is, is, is gas. Is that what you are going to say? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I had to convince this lady to fill the car up? To drive to... Georgia from Maryland. I'm more of the type of person where we get to it when we get to it. Like if it's not on E, we don't have a situation. Y'all. Let's just go. Let's just let's just get on the road and start the trip. I said, so we're getting ready. We packed up the, the vehicle, picked up the stuff from her store, put in the vehicle, right? I said, okay, so we should probably stop at the gas station. And then get on the road. And she was like, All right, let's just get on the road until we have to get gas. It was, she had less than a quarter tank of gas. I just wanted to get to King's Dominion to feel like we. We weren't going to make it to King's Dominion! What are you talking about? I didn't feel like we were getting somewhere. So, yeah, there's, there's that. That's um. That's who this lady is. Yeah, everything else I will pay for. Yeah, she and she will. She'll tell me that she paid full price for something, and I'll be like, "Why? It wasn't no coupon. You ain't even check." I prefer the convenience. If it's right here, it's my size. It's available. Let's just let's just have it. Let's just have it. That's who she is. Yep. You weren't concerned as to whether there was another bottle still open. You wanted to open a new bottle. You weren't gonna hand me that. Remember, I was asked your, you was your was your cup empty a few minutes ago? Or did it still have a it bunch still had of a little wine? In of it. I it just did. wanted to. Yep. I don't like for my. What's the next question? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which one of your products is your money maker, and did it surprise you? Um. Okay, so the answer is honestly, wait, uh, bracelets. I started with waist beads, but bracelets is what people are like. Those, please, and thank you. And yes, it did surprise me. So, um, thank you to everyone who has bees bubble bracelets on your wrist. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you love them. <laughs> what, why is that funny? Because the woman you are drunk. I'm sorry. And I'm only one glass in. <laughs> yes. And I hope that you love them. What are you talking about? You answered the question. Okay. <laughs> well. God, I'd be so happy when it's not me. Um, my money maker is honey. It's honey and butter. Butter was really big. 
And that surprised me because I didn't care about it. Did not. I've shared before, I think, on here that Wumi asked me to make some for her and this guy she was dating. And I was like, okay. Was it? Did I ask you to make it for him? For y'all. Really for me. And I was like, I guess it can have some. Mm-hmm. I remember I made it. I melted it down and scented it. It was Satori, and I had it in a plastic container. I don't. I didn't. I didn't realize that I was the reason you started doing butter. Oh yeah, I didn't give a fuck about it. I love butter, and I love putting it on. <laughs> it's an experience every day. Yeah, when I started, it was it was scrubs. It was scrubs. It was scrubs, and then candles. Um. Wow. Yeah, you changed the game. I might still be working at the VA. Everyone is welcome. Mm-hmm. And then the honey shit. Um, the honey was great because it was so easy to make. And in 2016, I think, I was just having fun with it. Like putting things in it and seeing you know, how and that whole thing sexy, went. it is sexy, honestly. Um, but that took off. And that's what retired me or res- resigned me from the government. Um, because the honey, the honey took off like crazy. And it shifts year round. It was hey, the forever man. honey. So... You changed the game with the butter, and Cheryl changed the game with making forever. Because oh. that's what uh, Fran had, and Fran posted it and loved it. Yep, it was that motherfucking vanilla bean you had in there. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yes. Um, what do you refuse to pay full price for? Oh, we did that. You both have overhead costs. What is your advice for entrepreneurs that have to manage similar expenses? May I go first? Unless you, unless you know. No, go. Okay. So not understanding pricing is my wheelhouse. I would make up prices for things based on what people would be comfortable paying. And what I did, you thought people would be comfortable paying. Yeah, what I thought people would be comfortable paying. So I was new and I was coming in the game humble. But I was selling like 16-ounce mason jars of shit for $10. Like I just... Did not know what I was doing. Um, And then I would see my revenue was just so much money, but I never had any of it. And that's when I realized like, okay, so overhead costs are a thing. And uh, my advice to entrepreneurs that have to manage similar expenses is do your research. Do your research on pricing. Make sure you understand what everything costs that you're putting into your products and make sure you're getting the best prices for that. And um, in addition, do market research and see what your competition is doing. If somebody who is, well, not even competition, let's say your peers, see what your peers are doing. If they make a similar product, are they using the same type of container as you? Are you using um, a really expensive type of glass, but they might be using a really fancy plastic that is cheaper to ship and easier to ship and things like that? Like, look at those things to kind of cut your costs and make decisions too, but also just make sure that your pricing is right so that you have a return on your investment and all this overhead shit. And yeah, so all of that, make sure you understand your salary. Salary, it's, it's a part utilities, of it. all of, all of oh, that. Yeah. Oh, so these are things that you just added with, the, with your space. Mm-hmm. So you have a whole lot of overhead now. I really do. Yeah, permits, all that shit is about to be expensive. Um, insurance. Insur- yeah, well, I have, I have a $3 million policy that I'm dealing with now. Mouse. Um, so I would say, um, if you, okay, I don't really remember the question, 
But how do you manage your expenses, the expenses that come with running your business? How do you manage that in terms of your prices? Buy in bulk. Because most times buying in bulk is going to save you versus buying individual pieces in small numbers. Mm -hmm. So if you can afford to do that, then do it. Mm-hmm. It's it really is worth the investment. Um, and speaking of worth the investment, mm-hmm. bulk is very very important. And the way that you can make that work is if you have, um, um, if you have, if you're using Uline for your bulk, for example, which is where you get the best bang for your buck, in my opinion, their stuff can be really like plain, like very pedestrian. Invest in a graphic designer. That can create labels and, and, you know, branding and stuff for you for those things so that your brand pops and still stands out. That'll be a worthwhile investment to go into your overhead. But it's also kind of like a one or two time thing once you have them do that. And a great place to go for that is 99designs powered by Vista, formerly Vistaprint. But you can go in and say, hey, here's my project. And then graphic artists come in and they compete for your business by showing you like their prototypes of the, the project that you want. Um, that's something you want to factor into your expenses and overhead too, because it's really, really important. Because like Wumi said, buying your containers and shit in bulk is a game changer. And it took me four years to figure that out. I'm yeah. sorry, continue. No, I mean, I'm just like, I think that's the, that's the biggest piece for me. You know, like I don't have um, the, the same overhead that you do. Right. But when I buy, like if I buy a package of beads, and you compare it to um, a larger package, like you have to do, there's math involved, guys, when you buy in bulk to see if it's actually worth it for you. But most of the time it is. Mm-hmm. So take the time to do the math. If you aren't good at math, I'm sure you have a friend or a partner or a coworker even that may be able to help you with that to figure it out. So you can compare and contrast and see what is going to work for you. Or a customer. Or mm. I've gotten a lot of help from customers. Like, Shell's my accountant now. She started out as a customer. And she just knew what I was running from in, in terms of numbers and all that kind of stuff and taxes shit. And she offered, her, she offered her services. And, I mean, this motherfucker, like, we barter butter. Like, for years we have been bartering <laughs> butter for her skill set and services. So definitely take advantage of your resources there, too. Are we ready for the next one? Indeed. What class would you teach for a price? Think about all of your skills. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, okay, so I have my, you know, like bracelet making class, right? And there's a price that goes with that. Um, what what can I teach? I can you know what I can teach you? I can teach you how to moisturize your body. <laughs> I can teach you how to moisturize your body. I can teach you how to moisturize your partner's body. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can also teach um how to navigate self-limiting beliefs and negative self-talk. You're really you good. think so? Yeah, you're very good at catching things like themes and what we say. Okay, that is something that you could teach. I mean, you could do a podcast on it. 
honestly. Hmm. Um, you, you're really good with that. And you could also teach logistics, how to hear somebody's ideas and train of thought and teach them how to really mold that into something that they can really execute on. I am very good at helping other people solve their problems. Yes, bitch. And that's priceless. My own problems is a different animal. (laughs) But other people's problems. (laughs) Got it. I will worry about something for 39 hours until my head is about to explode. And I will say it out loud to Mumi. And she'll say, okay, well, why don't you just da 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 Huh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, that sure is an easier way to do it. <laughs> Every time. Every time. And I call her help genius. So that's something you could do, um, for sure. I mean, moisturization class, also yes. And I'd like to get in on that. Maybe get you on my website or some shit. You know. <laughs> how, to, how to moisturize in 27 minutes or more. <laughs> That's fine. I always feel good afterwards. You too can so. be as late as you want. <laughs> I always feel good afterwards. So That's a really important piece of self-care. I'm mm, actually thinking about that for um, that, that content. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, okay. What class would I teach for a price? I would teach... Project management for a price. Mm. I would specifically teach project management for entrepreneurs. For real. I would teach that, we all need it. that middle ground between I am good at this hobby thing and I am charging my worth. I want to do the work with you in the middle of that before we start charging our worth. And the pieces of that, you have to understand the structures of project management and system design, levels of system. And also you have to have the emotional intelligence component, because if your emotional shit is raggedy, if you got some deep seated shit going on, that's not healed. It's going to come through in your business, just like it comes through in your friendships and your relationships, romantic and otherwise, like everything else that you do, everything comes through and we have to have to have to deal with it. And we don't have to be perfect. We just have to be aware of it. In entrepreneurship, we cannot run from who we are because who we are shows up in all our shit. And we can usually tell. Here's a telltale sign. Are you arguing in your comments? If you feel compelled to argue and take things personally in your comments, there's a piece of this that you have to remove the emotion from and look at why it's triggering you. Like you, you should be able to, as an entrepreneur, we have to have a thicker skin where we can look at this shit and say, oh, wow, this person's absolutely crazy. What is this person is speaking to me like this because something else is going on with them. I don't need to get into the muck with them. I just need to figure out how to navigate them. Maybe this person is my customer, but just needs a little help. Um, maybe this person is not my customer because I have turned around some assholes just because I was able to see through the way they're treating me tells me that they need something else. And I can either give it to them or I can tell them to fuck off. The issue with that is that you have so many levels of self-awareness so that you're able to see what people are missing. So the first step, everyone, 
is to be aware of who you are. And that's hell. It's not fun. I prefer to be, nope, I shouldn't say that. I told, when I think I about her, her, I cringe. But old me had no self-awareness. I, I was told just doing her anything. yesterday, I'm tired of being self-aware. Yep. Because when you are self-aware, you see that shit in other people. It makes us better. Yeah, and for me, one of the things that you have pointed out to me in my correspondence at work is I, I over-explain myself. And it's because if I'm saying something, I feel like, well, I know this person is going to hear it this way. And then they're going to say, well, why did she do it? So let me just say, I'm saying this because da, 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 da. And sometimes it is too much because it, it's just, it's, it's not necessary for the conversation at hand, but I'm thinking three steps ahead to what the recipient's narrative is going to be. And because I'm self-aware, I find myself trying to control that, but I can't. It's, it's a lot. I mean, shit. I'm a work in progress. Wumi was fussing at me again the other day, so I made another appointment with my therapist. Um, and we maybe we'll tackle that next time. I don't know. She's she's got a lot On of work. <laughs> God bless that lady. But yeah, that's what I would do. And honestly, if I can get if I can get Zen in a jar like rolling autonomously, like when for real, you get when you get. When we are speaking things into existence. Okay. All right, cool. When I get <laughs> when I get Zen and Jar into a place of autonomy, um, that's one of the things I really want to explore is is the the project management piece of it. Because I mean, I'm I'm I meet so many entrepreneurs and as they talk and everything, I start to see like, oh, okay, this is your emotional shit here. You are focused on this because you have a void about kids. Like, so are you going to handle it if something goes wrong with this business or is everything going to unravel because this is what you're focused on because you want to have children. And those are the things that we really have to understand about ourselves before we jump out in the public. Like it's cool to do it at like your church yard sale or whatever the fuck community picnic. But when you are really, when you decide that you want to have a business Instagram and you want to be charging people to talk to you on the phone and shit like that, you have to make sure that you have worked through your bullshit because it's going to reveal itself. And it's, it's what gets in our way. It's an aggressive mirror. It's an aggressive mirror. It's very aggressive. It's very, very fucking aggressive. I am grateful for every project management class that I took at the VA. It's still stuff that I'm learning now, like on the job, um, especially when it comes to like contracts and and really applying that government shit in real life. Um, but for the most part, just risk management is what I'm most grateful for. Because if we are prepared for what can go wrong, we can manage it much better. But we used to have to, when I worked for Dr. Vance, we had to have like five or six risk mitigation strategies for everything we worked on. Like every single risk, you had to have them and you needed to be able to speak to them at any given moment. Like your project plan was not even signed off on. I remember you going through all of this, especially when you, y'all would have those 24 hour sessions of- Oh yeah, bitch. Um, uh, before you rolled out a new website or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, all like, of that. We had to, we, we call it smoke testing. You do everything to break this system, find all the holes, all the errors, write them down and how you want to resolve it. And if it means we don't launch tomorrow, we just don't launch tomorrow because we found we this error. 
Yeah, you got it. You got to do that testing and stuff first because there's nothing more embarrassing than rolling some shit out and it's broke. You don't want to do that. You got to think ahead. And that's a big piece of what we all aren't always aware of. Bitch, I really might do that shit. Thank you for this rundown. Sarah. That's your book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is. I think that is more than anything else. Um, what amount of money will retire you? <laughs> when you say retire, what does that, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I think like when you gonna stop, like when you can say, "Oh, I'm chill." I think ten million. Because I'm I'm a, I need I'm going to need enough money that I can fuck off with first, right? Fuck around and just spend. If I want to go to the strip club, we going on trips everywhere. Fuck around, money. I don't give a fuck about it. I'm buying a property in this place and in that in that place, but then. After I do all of that bullshit, then I'm like, all right, Mom, where am I about to live? About? Where am I about to live? Right? Um, and I don't want to have to worry about nothing. I don't want to have to work again. And because with 10 million, that's enough money where the interest is making money for itself on that money, right? Yeah. So does anyone wanna um send me ten million dollars? <laughs> I'll take a million from 10 people. Oh my God. <laughs> Please. Um, I would want several hundred million to retire. And um, what is several hundred? Like, I don't feel like there's much difference between. 300 million and 400 million. So Either is one. your answer 300 million then? Well, I mean, I would love 400 million, but if it's 300 million, I'll still stop. Do you know that this is a question that you can answer? Like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because I also feel like I might not be satisfied when it becomes that many million. No. I the, might not want to stop. The so question like, was not the question was not what number will you be satisfied with? The question was what number can you retire with? I look at retirement with being satisfied with how long I am in this journey. Okay. Seven hundred million dollars. Okay. Well, there's that. Once you make that amount, what is the first thing you will do? I won't fucking off. That's right. You're going to strip club. I'm fucking off. <laughs> I'm. Is that funny? <laughs> it's okay. so funny. Well, bitch, you coming with me? You're going to be right there with me. No, but honestly. You know I mean? I'm going to be 45 years old. <laughs> Where am I going at this club? What, what does a strip club require of you? <laughs> That's true, but I don't want to go too late at night. <laughs> honestly, honestly, ten million. My my bank account hits ten million dollars tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow, tomorrow, as my nephew says, tomorrow. When we tomorrow, we going tomorrow. We going tomorrow. When we used to, we going tomorrow. I can't unhear it. It's stuck. 
Um, 10 million hits my account at midnight. Me and my friends are going on vacation. Where, let's go to Fiji. Mm-hmm. Everybody get a villa. I got it. We getting on this plane. We go, everybody first class. We fly first class up in the sky. In champagne. <laughs> I'm going somewhere where there is sun and water and I can put on a bathing suit and somebody is bringing me drinks. That is what I want. Yeah. That's what I want for me in my life. I don't want to have to think about shit. I just want to lay in the sun and get real black and like with my baby suit. So when I pull the baby suit to the side, you can see <laughs> this pissed off holding her heart when she was talking. She mean this, y'all. I just want I just I just want to I want to soak in the sun and have warm water, warm, clear water around me and have somebody bringing me food and beverages. Mm-hmm. That's, and be around people who make me laugh and where I feel light and fun and free. Safe. That's what I want. And motherfucking safe. Mm. That's what I want. That's what I want. Okay. Well, what I want is not much different. <laughs> it's a little the same, but also I want a compound where I'm not around people. I can have all the things that I need right there. The vineyard's there. The, um, oh shit. A dinosaur park. Oh, I'm not living with you. Then. So I want. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought we would all be able to live like around each other, like being yeah, in the neighborhood. It's a park. I'm it's not, not living at a fucking dinosaur park. You can have that shit. That's one part of it. You can have it. I won't visit you there. It's a compound. You'll have to visit me where I'm at. I'm I, not going to where okay. you're Okay. Okay. If it's dinosaurs, there's, I'm not going. Okay. Well, here's here's what we'll do. We'll rethink it. Um, I will build up the land in Western Virginia where my ancestors are, and do shit with that. Do lovely shit with that. Okay. Um, the dinosaurs I will keep in a separate location. Great. But you can have your dinosaurs. I'm just saying I'm not going there. That's all I'm saying. You can have them. Ooh, you have to go wherever. I'm not wherever I am. I'm not motherfucking. Don't make you me kiss choose. my ass, bitch. Keep you want them dinosaurs. You can have them. I'm just not gonna be there. You can kiss my ass. What the fuck <laughs> is you talking about? Dinosaurs. Okay. What's next? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was really you. Yeah, you was feeling that. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Oh God. Is this a real question? Oh no! What is the biggest money mistake you made? <laughs> Are we talking about this week or last week or <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> what is the biggest money mistake you've made or seen someone else make? Did this change your relationship with money? Okay. All right. Well, I will say that um, I have seen my parents spend a lot of money on the lottery. 
right? Because the lottery is like a a dream that everyone, a lot of people hope for and put money into like, oh yes, I'll just have to hit this one thing and then all of my money problems are solved. And what actually happens is people throw their money away in the lottery. Yeah, you have to put it in a wishing well. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, you don't hit as often as you spend. So that is one thing. I'm, I may buy like a Mega Millions ticket every two years or so. She's foreign. Let me tell you how your aunties, it shows. It your shows. aunties and your uncles be in there when I go buy that ticket. Don't, so don't, don't, let's not put it on foreigners. That's fine. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I can say. So it's not one big purchase. Um, but that's something that I'm able to see more clearly as an adult. Mm-hmm. Why are we, like, why are we doing this? This is fruitless as far as I'm concerned. Um, my biggest money mistake was a mistake I made. Uh, I started a couple years ago. I chilled out maybe about nine months ago. Excuse me, what is it? August, July? Seven, eight months ago. I wasted a lot of money on on employee incentives when it wasn't Ooh. my responsibility to put resources toward those things. Um, the biggest fuck you I ever got was over-investing in an employee's own business. Um, I didn't need to do that. It wasn't my my lane. And like my therapist said, I could have acknowledged her her great work by just giving her a fucking Starbucks card. I didn't need to do all of that. So, you know, I spent money investing in massage therapy sessions for staff retreats and um, photo shoots and makeup and all this, all this stuff that really wasn't deserved for the level of work that I, that I required. Um, and I mean, I'm giving, I was giving shit like it was the fucking executive suite and, and we like, we own the, um, what's a, a team? Um, like the Orioles, right? I'm doing that. Like it's the CFO and all of them just getting all this shit. I'm doing this for like a regular ass hourly part-time job. Um, that was a big waste of resources. I thought that it was something I needed to do, but, um, it wasn't. Because most of the people that received all of that don't work here anymore. They weren't in a place to appreciate it. Yeah, and it's because I was doing they, too much. They will be in about 12 years. Yeah, if they end when, up like working at John Food Bakery or some shit, yeah. it's like, God damn, oh, God, I had a really nice, I could fucking sit down all day. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was doing way too much and I wasted money doing that, trying to create this corporate culture where my focus should have been on uh, making sure everybody needed to work here and make sure they were doing everything they were supposed to do. And also, um, I have wasted money uh, being too trusting when I had, let's call them Fingernail, Fingernail Collective. When I had them working for me, I was way too trusting and I threw a lot of money 
into that firm and had them running my business and I didn't check shit. That was a costly mistake. It'll never happen again. I am all over every fucking thing all day, every day now. So it was a great lesson, but it was a painful one. Um, oh, shit. Okay, did it change my relationship with money? Uh, yes, it did. Because like I said, I watch everything. I don't fuck around about one cent. I mean, I'm talking, I lose my mind. I took everybody off the fucking printer at Zenajar now because I started seeing too many pages of just labels wasted, like printed on the wrong label sheet and, and printed in black and white or just printed in color, but upside down and all that. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm looking at everything like in terms of dollars and cents. And I'm like, I'm the only motherfucker that has to pay for this. Y'all got to stop fucking around with my ink and printer. Because <laughs> the shit is like, we print so many labels um, that I have to replace the cartridge at least once a week. And that's two cartridges. So that shit adds up. The Instacart delivery fees add up because we got to have it. We got to keep it going in real time and stuff. So I had to take them off the printer. I, I got very serious about money. And I used to be very frivolous. I didn't give a shit about anything at first. They had a cash app card a year ago just to buy snacks and food and all kinds of shit. Just what the fuck am I doing? What was I doing? So yes, the relationship is different. Oh, I have an I have another answer, if that's okay. I think it'll be all right. I got a credit card. I um I had come off of active duty. Like I was on an active duty tour. I come came off of active duty and didn't have a job. But I had a credit card and a friend of mine also did not have a job. So we spent every day at Jasper's <laughs> and Fridays. What year was this? This was 2007. Mm-hmm. Get your life, ho. We both ran the credit cards up. Because for whatever reason, I thought it was free money. I thought it was free money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard lesson. I mean, I could be here talking till I'm blue in the face about me and student loans and refund checks. Mm. Mm. But I'm just looking to the future. Yeah. So that definitely shifted how I felt about money when... Then bills came in, and I was like, oh, wait, hold on, wait. Is the credit limit going up, too? <laughs> oh, I got to pay this back first. Oh. Is the credit limit going up, too? <laughs> we just in a season of change. Confusion. <laughs> yes. So my biggest thing with money, just to tie a bow around this discussion, is that money is something that I ran from, I hid from for a really, really long time. And I was also born very spoiled. So I had a lot of stuff to unlearn. And I didn't really start unlearning it until like 30. Yeah, like when my dad died. Because I didn't have like a safety. Yeah, because you used to just go to him like, well, dad. Yes. I mean, bitch, we went to each other. <laughs> you know, but it was like he was a safe space. Like it's okay to fuck up and be irresponsible because sometimes I am too. And so that felt safe. It wasn't good, but also I'm not someone that could really 
be told stuff. I had to experience it. I had to follow my face to acquire most she life. She learns the hard way is what lesson. she's saying. I am saying that, yeah. I continue to do it. Some lessons I have to learn over and over and fucking over and over again. When we said all of them. And I've learned enough to know that you know what you're talking about. So I will not negate this. (laughs) I will not negate this. All I do is I apply your fucking information, you know, and I just try to use it moving forward. As aggressive as it is, it's never wrong. Oh, self-consoling sigh. It's so sad because other people really see us in a way that we don't see ourselves. And it's uncomfortable. (laughs) I was actually talking to Bold and Beautiful Coffee this morning. I posted something and she was like, hey, be encouraged. Like, you know, and I was like, well, no, girl, honestly, if you got a second. I'm struggling because <laughs> I, I I couldn't do any fluff. I was like, if you got a second, like I'm just struggling with feeling like a failure. Like I didn't read this construction contract situation uh, the best way I could have. And every day I wake up, I have to push through this feeling of being a failure because it's like yet another day that this store is not built out. And I still don't know when it'll actually be built out. That's not your failure. It's, it's not, but I still have to work through that. And she was like, oh, well, no, you have been a shining example of how to be still in this moment. And da, 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 da. I was like, really? And also, <laughs> your, your transparency is to be admired because it's very difficult for people to be open. I'm not open in that way. And I don't even consider, well, I'm, uh, that may be my own shit. I was going to say, I don't consider myself to be closed, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Okay. Um, you uh, but you're, you're very open and very transparent and very much like, this is, this is what's happening. I'm not okay with it, but it's happening. So here we are and hopefully we can move forward. I'm, I'm trying to move forward. And this is what it is. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Well, thank you. It, it took a long time for me to get comfortable to do shit like that. But I definitely, I definitely prefer being transparent than performing. I'm I'm transparent to a very select few people, like fully transparent to a very select people. I'm still processing your COVID feelings. Oh. When you shared that, I was just like, what? You know, but you know <laughs> what? I had said it, but I think I I think that I express things like um like when I have real feelings about something, I try to express it in like a small way. Like in jest. And so it's like I, I said it. If did you catch it? All right, maybe you didn't catch it, but I I feel I, I said it out loud, so it's off of me a little bit. Mm. Right. Mm. Um. Right. 
<laughs> Don't do this. Okay. Okay. It's not the therapy episode. This is money. So, okay. I mean, it's all therapy with us. It is. We're always catching some shit. It's all mirrors all the fucking time. Yeah. It's just, is this the big mirror? Is this the mirror with the light on it? Bitch, I'm staying in my room when we go to Charlotte. <laughs> like, we're not getting in the room, bitch. We'll crawl, we'll crawl through the window. And you know, my next therapy session is during that trip. I'm going to have to go sit in the car. You're going to be out on the balcony on the water. You've been crying on the water. Quiet. <laughs> I already know I'm going to be crying on that balcony. You <laughs> just give me like 30 minutes. <laughs> Please, can you save me some like, dinner? Sure, bitch. Because the shit long, is at 6 o'clock. How long we going to give her? How long we gonna, are we going to take a bottle of wine out there with her? Can she have wine while she's therapizing? No, I can't. I can't. Look, while you therapizing, you're going to have some wine. Therapizing. Please go to him. <laughs> yeah, anyway, the, the point is it's all it's all work. Yeah. It's all self-work. We never stop. It doesn't stop. It just gets... And every lesson becomes more difficult than the last. Yeah. But I do believe that I'm better for it. So... Most of the time, I Here am. we go. Thank you all for your time and talking about money with us. Money, 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 you, money. Did you? Money. Who sings that? The OJs. Money, money, it was money, money. It was Levert. Money. It was Levert. Serena said it's the OJs. So they did a remake for New Jack City? You? Are we talking about New Jack City? We're not. We're not. Okay. We're not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not. Okay, but wait. <laughs> a member of the OJs was a parent too. That's what I'm like. Wait. Levert. Like, is this just coming together? Like, he did that remake in honor of his father? That's Good night, great. y'all. Bye, y'all. That's great. He died on my birthday a few years ago. Bye, y'all. Okay. <laughs> This is Bees and Butter. Be sure to like, subscribe, and rate us. This episode has been produced and edited by Vine Me Up Productions. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.